Gideon Georgia will hand off on the wing right side. Block will send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it! Gideon George for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome once again into Cougar Pregame Live. It is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars wrapping up non-conference play as they host the Weber State Wildcats. BYU begins play tonight with a record of 9-5, and and Cougars playing really good basketball right now, having won four in a row. The Cougars beat Lindenwood on Tuesday night, 90-61. to Fusene Troyori was the star of the night, scoring a season-high 21 points. Equally impressive was how efficient BYU was. The Cougars had 24 assists on 35 made baskets and only 15 turnovers. And speaking of assist to turnover ratio, how about the freshman? Dallin Hall had a career high nine assists with zero turnovers. What a night for him. Yes, it was a game that BYU was expected to dominate, and that's exactly what they did. It was also a good night for Jackson Robinson, who hit all four of his three-point attempts, and Noah Waterman bounced back to notch 13 points, which was his third double-figure scoring game of the season. He would also grab seven rebounds and block a career-high three shots. Overall, just a really good night for BYU basketball. Now, tonight's opponent coming off its most impressive win of the season, knocking off the previously undefeated Utah State Aggies in Logan on Monday, 75-72. It was kind of fun that everybody, at least uh, in the sports world in the state of Utah, started to see things trickle out on social media. Hey, you might want to pay attention to this Weber State-Utah State game. Weber State's got the lead. So everyone kind of was tuning in to see, and you're like, oh, well, Utah State, they're the undefeated team. They're on an absolute roll looking for their best start in program history. Of course, they're going to pull this one out, and they just never did. Weber State goes in and and knocks off the Aggies to hand them their first defeat of the year. Weber State, a record of 5-7 and seven overall, but has won three in a row. After 16 years, Randy Ray no longer the head coach. He retired in the offseason. So Eric Duft is in his first season at the helm of the Wildcats after serving as an assistant coach since 2006. So he certainly knows what this program is all about. The Wildcat player to pay attention to is Dylan Jones. Jones does it all for Weber. Sophomore leading the team in scoring, rebounding, and assists. The 6'6 forward also ranks second in the nation in defensive rebounds per game and ninth in double-doubles. You're going to want to make sure that uh, you pay attention to Dylan Jones tonight as the Cougars host the Weber State Wildcats. BYU leading the all-time series 36-11. That includes being a perfect 22-0 in Provo. The Cougars won the last matchup, an 89-71 victory last season in Ogden. For more on this matchup, I was able to get a few minutes with BYU assistant coach Cahill Fennell, and I asked Coach what he feels is working so well with this team right now. 
But I think collectively as a group, we're really, really working hard just to get better every day, right? Just to value these practice segments, all of our walkthrough, our film, individual work, all that kind of stuff is just geared towards improvement and getting better every day. Uh, full credit to our players. that They've really bought into that mantra, and um, they've really put in a tremendous amount of effort to get better and improve, and both as individuals and for us collectively with our team concepts and things like that. So uh, really proud of our guys, but obviously there's a ton of work left to go. What's maybe top of the list right now on things you'd still like to see improve? Obviously, there's some defensive communication stuff. We've got to get better with our ball screen. Some of our switches, uh, transition defenses hurt us you know, pretty consistently over the last few games, even our wins. So um, those are things that we certainly have to sharpen up. Offensively, we have to get into our pace a little bit better, uh, both early pace and transition and in the half court as far as sprinting into screens and cuts and things like that. So um, there's a lot really top to bottom that we can sharpen up and improve upon, and, and that's, that's what practice is for, right? we got to get better in these kind of segments and, and hopefully carry that over to the game. It has to feel pretty good, though, that you're able to start to make the progress that you're seeing and you haven't had Trevin the entire year you still don't have Spencer back to be able to have those types of guys not available and still see the improvement that's got to feel pretty good yeah like I said I'm super proud of our guys they put in a ton of work uh, to, to you know manufacture that improvement right all credit goes to them they, they've just put in so many hours and time and effort and um, so super proud of those guys for doing what it takes to be successful right you know, Nick Saban you know made that famous quote about like you don't have a ton of options if you truly want to be successful it takes what it takes so uh, our guys have really kind of taken that to heart and they're doing what it takes so far when you look at what this team has done in the non-conference how would you describe the non-conference play for this team as you head into the last one yeah, there, there's been some real ups and downs. We've had some, you know, truly disappointing losses and performances that um, still haunt me at night, and I've, I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about for sure. Uh, but there's also been some really good performances that I feel terrific about, and, I, and I'm super um, happy that we can have some foundational wins that we can build on those and hopefully carry that forward as far as you know what we did well, some things to grow upon in those in those wins, but some things that you can really feel good about walking away from. So um, it's certainly been up and down, but I think as a whole. Um, I think we're really well-placed to continue improving, like I said, and, and really attack this conference schedule um, in a place where we want to be. Let's talk about you for a little bit. This is the first time you and I have said hi. This is the first time I've actually had a chance to interview you. So correct me if I'm wrong. You've been here about six or seven months. I'm curious how it's gone for you overall. Oh, it's been great. Yeah, I got here in June. Uh, it's been terrific. You know, Coach Pope is fantastic. I think he's one of the best in the business. Uh, I think working for him has been such an awesome learning experience for me. Working with these kids, it's, it's a different type of program. It's a different kind of basketball culture. and It's super unique, and it's been an awesome experience for me so far. So uh, we've been really happy here. How does it compare to other stops that you've been? Obviously, most recently, Louisville. How is it different? shoot i mean that's that's a whole nother interview in itself but they couldn't be more different as far as culture and community and you know approach to athletics and things like that i mean it's a very very different environment but um that doesn't mean it's best better or worse it's just different and, and it's cool and it's unique and it's, it's beautiful here and people have treated myself and my family really really well and um, coach pope and the rest of the staff have welcomed me and it's been it's been an awesome experience for me i really enjoyed my time at louisville um, but my time here has been fantastic so far and i'm really excited about moving forward with it. You mentioned the family. Is the family liking it here? Are the kids enjoying the snow? Yeah, the kids love the snow. As you know, there's there's so many kids here, right? Yeah. So <laughs> You don't have to worry about looking for friends. No, not at all, man. There's, there's always kids on our street knocking on our door and 
people wanted them to play on their teams and stuff like that. So that part's been awesome. My kids have really enjoyed it. They actually just walked in the gym here. So, um, you know, we're fortunate to live really local to the, to the practice facility so they could always spend time here. It's, it's been an awesome experience for my boys so far. All right, let's focus in on the opponent, Weber State. We obviously know what they did in Logan a couple of days ago. It's a team certainly nobody can take lightly. Uh, just your overall thoughts on the Wildcats. Yeah, to your point, I mean, with their performance in Logan against Utah State was really fantastic, especially in the second half. I mean, to come down, come back, excuse me, from an 18-point deficit um, and to beat an undefeated team at their place, uh, that's no small feat. So uh, they're playing really, really good basketball. They're shooting the ball at an extremely high level. Um, they're playing really effective, efficient offense um, at a high level of pace, and uh, they're really difficult to, to defend right now. So uh, we gotta we got to show up tomorrow night ready to go, ready to guard, um, and, and really be the harder-playing, tougher team if we want to come out think victorious all right last question i actually want to go back to something we were you know comparing byu and other places byu's environment is pretty impressive and it gets loud and the energy is pretty crazy where would you stack byu's crowd and atmosphere up to other places that you've been yeah no that's a great question I, obviously i haven't seen i haven't seen the marriott center at capacity and truly rocking yet obviously utah was a lot of fun um, but, you know, obviously Cameron Indoor with Duke was, that place was rocking. That was some of the, the loudest moments I've been a part of. At Florida State, actually, believe it or not, was absolutely rocking. Um, and then Louisville. You know, Louisville's the biggest arena in college basketball. Uh, and that, when that place is full and, and people are ready to go and it's a night game, it's a, uh, it's a fun atmosphere to play in. So I've been really, really lucky to be in some big-time environments. And college basketball is a trip, right? It takes you all over the country in different kinds of environments and different kinds of people. And um, it's, it's really been a lot of fun. So uh, Marriott Center, to your point, is as good as any of those places. And, and we're really fortunate as a, as a program to play in front of those kind of fans. Coach, appreciate the time. Uh, it's good to finally get a, a one-on-one chat with you. Uh, we're happy to have you here. Glad things are going well. And good luck against the Wildcats. Thanks so much. I appreciate you. All right, that was BYU assistant coach Cahill Fennell. Coming up next, we'll head next door to the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in just a moment as the Cougars get ready to host the Wildcats on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Another in-state matchup for the BYU Cougars. Weber State making the trip down from Ogden. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. It's presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Let's head over to the site of tonight's basketball game, the Marriott Center. Joined now by Mark Durant with our courtside conversation. Hi, Mark. How are you? Jason Shepard, Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Merry Christmas great, to you. Great, great, great night tonight against the Wildcats. Absolutely. Let's start here, Mark. Is BYU on a hot streak right now, or have they figured some things out? Yes, yes. I mean, <laughs> yes. Uh, I think, uh, I mean, I'm definitely on a, on a hot streak. I mean, Utah and Creighton are no joke, and... So this is uh, another good opportunity here uh, against a good in-state team. And I I think, you know, this team is figuring some things out, figuring out some chemistry, figuring out some roles. Rudy Williams is playing well. Noah's starting to play better. Jackson's starting to play better. Uh, You know, Dallin is taking really good care of the basketball. I mean, go down the list. Everybody seems to be getting better and not just individually but as a team and making better decisions not turning the ball over as much rebounding the ball uh, doing a great job on the boards and so yeah absolutely I mean 
uh, I think that kind of just kind of goes hand in hand. When you figure things out, then you get hot. I mean, that's that's the way it is. And uh, but this will be a great challenge. Last game before conference play, and uh, I think the great th- Weber State, I think, did BYU a huge favor in beating Utah State because then all of a sudden that that gets your attention, yep. right? I yep. mean, you, you, these guys are not going to be, you know, not ready to play tonight because uh, they know. You know, they're in for a battle. And if they lose that game to Utah State, maybe you just kind of look past Weber State a little bit. But no one's going to look past them. They're going to be ready to go and hopefully come out with that, that energy we've seen in the in the bigger games for BYU and are able to you know, compete at a high level, take care of business here tonight. What area of BYU's game right now do you feel is firing on all cylinders? Uh, rebounding. Rebounding has been really the key for them. I mean, the, the three-point shooting was nice the other night. Uh, but it's been, you know, not, not anything that BYU can count on, really, the three-point shot. So when you're not making the deep shots, you've got to give yourself multiple opportunities. And that offensive rebounding for BYU has been terrific. So even if you're shooting a lesser number, you're still in the game or ahead in the game because you're giving yourself multiple opportunities. That's the effort, you know, you know to, to, to it's not like BYU's got a bunch of 6'11 guys out there right. just prancing around getting rebounds. I mean, they're, they have to. You got to work at that to get those offensive rebounds. And BYU is one of the, you know, top thirty rebounding offensive and defensive teams in the country, and, and so that, you know, that can uh, overcome a lot of weaknesses. And uh, so th- that's exciting. I, I think at times the three point defense, which is a real weakness for BYU this year, uh, has been better lately. Wasn't so good the other night, but uh, they're really going to have to be good. Uh, tonight against Weber State. I'm sure you've talked about this, but Weber State has been, talk about hot teams. I mean, they're yeah. hot. They've shot over 50% or 50% or better in their last three games and over 10 makes a game. And that the three-point shot is the great equalizer in college basketball, right, Jason? I mean, yep. if you're hot from three, you can win any game. You can win at the spectrum even if you're down 18 points in that game. If you get hot from the three, it just changes the game. So a real key for tonight will be guarding that three-point line because what you, you've got you've got a not not a great formula here as if you have a hot shooting three-point team coming into a team that doesn't defend the three very well you know that that could be very dangerous for BYU so uh, we'll see if if coach Pope can make some adjustments and make sure that they're on the shooters on the catch and not chasing shooters not getting behind defensively not over helping on the dribble penetration which leaves shooters open, all those kind of things you, you can't afford to do against a team like Weber State shooting the ball so well. Well, let's stay with the Wildcats. Dylan Jones is a guy that you've got to make sure you know exactly where he is at any moment when he's on the floor. He is a really good basketball player. Yeah, D- Dylan Jones and, you know, uh, K.J. Cunningham is, is, is stepped in for Dinwiddie lately, and he's played really well at the point position, and, and their big guys are a little bit raw. Uh, but getting better, and you know this Weber State team to me, Jason, it, it is some somewhat mirrors BYU in that you know they're 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 kind of figuring out right now too. They've had a few wins in a row, and and they're they're getting hot and doing some better things, and the chemistry's better. And you know they they struggled a little bit earlier in the season. I think both teams have kind of mirrored each other in the progression, and now you've got two pretty good basketball teams facing each other. But but yeah, I mean you obviously you got to you got to know where Jones is at all times and, and get out on those shooters. And, you know, part of the part of the difficulty you have is how are you going to play the three-point shooter? And, and you've got, uh, you know, especially when uh, the other team has a shooter in, in the, 
all five spots, right? Because then you got to put a Tiki out on the perimeter and and a Fusini out on the perimeter, and they've got to guard like guards. I mean, it, it's it's tough for a big man to chase around the perimeter, but that's really what you have to do nowadays. If you want to be a big man that sees a lot of time, you need to be able to guard all five positions, and and it's it's easier to guard the three when when you can switch everything, and and doesn't matter who's guarding who. Uh, and that's a challenge for BYU. So we'll see what they do tonight. Uh, but, yeah, Weber State looks looks really good right now. If BYU is able to get this win tonight, that would give them 10 wins heading into WCC play. Knowing what this team has gone through with injuries and with all of the new players, and we you know we spent countless minutes talking about this team trying to find its rhythm, what would 10 wins mean before WCC play for this team? I think that's fantastic. I mean, it was a tough schedule. You played some good teams. Uh, and it looked, I mean, just a couple of weeks ago after those two losses in a row, we're like, you know, are they going to go into conference play even with a winning record, right? I mean, it was that was a question because you had Creighton and Utah coming up, Weaver State. But I, I think I think for 10-5 and five is really good for this team. And more important than the record, I just like the fact that they're playing their best basketball as they get ready to go to conference play. I mean, that's the real key, not kind of where you've been, but where you are now and where, where you could possibly go. So, uh, I mean, I think that's a credit to these guys, how hard they play, that they have that record, and now I just want to continually see that improvement. It, 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 it would be a real setback, notwithstanding all of the good things we said about Weber State and how well they played lately, to lose this game, just because you want to keep that momentum going into conference play. You don't want to kind of fumble the ball here right before you know your first conference game on the road. You want to be going into that feeling like, hey, we got this thing figured out. We're confident. We're a good basketball team. And, and so this is an important game tonight. Well, and uh, I just saw that uh, the Greg uh, tweeted out the, the starting lineup, which is the same starting lineup that we've had the last couple of games, Hall, Robinson, George, Waterman, and Traore. But he mentions at the end of the tweet that Spencer Johnson, um, who, as we know, has not played for several weeks, is actually warming up. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to play, but it's certainly significant that it's his first pregame warm-up since the injury. Um, whether he plays tonight or not, that's certainly a good sign that there looks to be some sort of progression. Yeah, any minute. I mean, if he could play any time, obviously it'll be, even if he gets in, it'll be restricted. But what you'd like to do is start easing him in now, if possible, rather than once conference play starts. And so that would be ideal. I think he's... I think he's ready to go. It's just a matter. I mean, in today's world, and it's and it's. I'm not saying it's a bad thing necessarily, but man, they're so careful. They are so careful. You know, back in the in the rock ages when I played, uh, you know, they just said, "I don't care if you're, if you don't just go out and play," and that's what we did. But it's it's certainly smart for the long term health of these kids to make sure they're ready to go. But it, I think Spencer's there, and will likely. If not tonight, get a couple minutes, uh, which I hope you know he'll be playing, uh, you know, pretty much full speed when we get to conference play. All right, last thing, and uh, I don't know if I'm going to start this as like a new thing, like every time we do this, like it is one of those questions that that we we repeat. But I, I, give me give me a BYU player to watch tonight. Who? Because you, you go in, you're like, yeah, I just kind of have a feeling maybe this is going to be a good game for player X, Y, or Z. Who's the BYU player you 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 want to? You have a feeling may have a good game tonight. I'm going to go with uh, Gideon George. 
Uh, I, I think he's due to have a really big game, and plus he got married last night. So there I mean, you that, go. E- either he's going to play great, or he'll be kind of missing in action. I'm going to go with play great. All right, I like it, Mark. Thanks for the information and the conversation. As always, we'll let you get back to uh, getting ready for more pregame with Greg, and then ultimately uh, on the call tonight. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Mr. Shepard. We'll see you. All right. Thank you very much. The great Mark Durant, our courtside conversation from the Marriott Center. Do want to uh, follow up on that. And uh, this just, you know, Greg just tweeted this out literally 15 seconds ago. Uh, and it goes into what we were just talking about on the possibility of maybe seeing Spencer Johnson uh, tonight um, in the pregame interview that you will hear in its entirety in about uh, probably 12 minutes from now. Um, Coach Pope told Greg uh, when asked if we could see Spencer Johnson tonight, he said, quote, we could. Uh, He hasn't uh, even gone through a full practice, so I don't know the rust component, um, how sharp he'll be. Whenever we throw him out there, it's going to be a little bit of a gamble. So obviously not uh, not eliminating the possibility that we could see him tonight, but that's obviously something that we will have to wait and see until we get to tip off. All right. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll take a break, and we've got lots of stuff. We've got college basketball scores to update you on. We've got Zach Wilson and the Jets playing Thursday night football. Uh, the Jazz haven't tipped off yet, but they're playing later on tonight. We've got a bowl game facing uh, between Baylor and Air Force. We'll update you on some of those scores before we wrap things up and send you over to the Marriott Center next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Jason Shepard. Tonight from the Marriott Center, the BYU Cougars hosting the Weber State Wildcats. This is Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. A couple of uh, local teams have already played their games, both victorious. We will start with Utah State. They're over in Hawaii, the uh, the Diamond Head Classic. They were taking on Seattle U. Aggies getting the win, 84 256. Also, Utah Tech in action earlier today. They were hosting Lindenwood, who obviously was in town just a couple of days ago. The Trailblazers getting the win 95 264 over the Lions of Lindenwood. Top 25 games. Number four, Kansas leading Harvard 42 to 38. I was going to do a Harvard accent and then I realized that's going to be on tape and I don't want to put that on tape. Uh, number five, Arizona is trailing Morgan State. It's just by a point. The game's early, eight minutes to go in the first half. And it is 24-23 Morgan State over fifth-ranked Arizona. Coming up later on tonight, number 16 Illinois in St. Louis to take on the Missouri Tigers. Bowl game going on right now. It is the Armed Forces Bowl between Air Force and Baylor. They are in the second quarter, 10 minutes to go, and Air Force with a 9-0 lead over the Baylor Bears. Also Thursday night football, the New York Jets hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jets with a 3-0 lead. We will obviously update you on this game throughout the night, let you know how Zach Wilson is doing as he gets another start. All right, coming up next, we'll get you over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening and Merry Christmas, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, for the fourth and final game of BYU's holiday homestand and the Cougars' final game before WCC play gets underway one week from tonight. My name is Greg Grubel. I'll have your play-by-play call this evening. I'm sitting next to the master of mirth, my longtime commentary partner and social media soothsayer, the former Cougar cager Mark Durant. And Mark, only a couple weeks ago, BYU was in a kind of a mini tailspin. Uh, the Cougs had just dropped back-to-back games to South Dakota and UVU. There were some challenging games ahead, but since that loss to the Wolverines, BYU's yet to drop a single game. Three-game win streak, now four-game win streak on the line tonight against a, well, a scary and resurgent Weber State squad. Uh, you know, basketball, Greg, and three-point shooting is... Uh, I picture like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was a great three-point shooter because when a team is struggling, if they got a good three-point shooter or good three-point shooting... They're going to be in the game. They're going to be able to go through the clouds and, the, and navigate for Santa. I mean, this Weber State team was struggling. They found their range from the distance, 50% in their last three games. Over, uh, over 10 makes a game in those games. And look at what they did. They were able to go up to, to the spectrum, beat an undefeated Utah State team. That's amazing. That's, that's, and they were down 14 at half, but they knocked down the threes. The three-pointer is the great equalizer in college basketball. If you can shoot it well, you'll be in game. So that worries me because BYU, the real weakness for them this year, has been defending the three-point line. So what's going to happen tonight? you think BYU wins this game because they're on fire too, but this Weber State team is extremely dangerous because they can shoot the rock. My pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope is coming up next as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar pregame coaches show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and Weber State coming up just after 7 o'clock. BYU playing host to the Wildcats for a 23rd time. And the Cougars have never, ever lost to Weber State here at the Marriott Center. A perfect 22-0 all-time. Utah State was a perfect 9-0 on the season until Monday night in Logan. That's when Weber State went into the spectrum and after trailing by as many as 18, came back to hand the Aggies their first loss of the season. And in my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank, for the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Coach Pope says that's uh, that, 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 that's a, that tells you a lot about this Weber State team, what they did up in Logan. Yeah, I mean, they put together a dominating performance. And, and interestingly, there's a little more of the story. The last three games uh, straight, they've shot fifty exactly, exactly 50% from 50, the yeah. three as a team, <laughs> made double-digit threes all three games, and they're guarding. Like, they've... Um, they found themselves defensively. Uh, they're, they're really putting teams under duress. They held Cal Poly under 50 points on the road. 
Um, and Cal Poly's a little better team than they've been. So um, they kind of they're on a, they're hot right now. They're playing really well. They believe in what they're doing right now. Uh, Coach Duff's done an unbelievable job, kind of getting those guys focused again. Like always, they're a veteran uh, seasoned group, and they're going to be a great challenge for us. It's going to be a really, 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 really intriguing test for our guys. Coach Duff worked with Randy for 16 seasons. How much of Coach Ray's imprint is still on this program and how they play? Yeah, I, I mean it's like it's like Coach Rose and Coach Reed and Coach Arnold, right? I mean, um, you know, and Coach Cleveland. Uh, you know, those guys' f- fingerprints will be all over the program forever. And, and certainly, Randy is one of the one of the best to ever do it. In an incredible, in a incre- I mean, these Weber State coaching tree is incredible. And Randy stamped his, you know, his uh, his identity on that program. And Eric was a huge part of that, and um, you know it's it's actually I'm, I'm I'm super excited for him to have this chance to lead this team, and he's doing a great job so far. They have a San Diego State transfer in uh, Keith Dinwiddie, but he can't play for them again tonight. Uh, what do they get with KJ Cunningham running things back there? <clears throat> they seem like they feel more. Um, they, they feel like there's more rhythm and more peace with him uh, kind of running the show for them. He's done a great job. He's been with the program. Uh, he, he's been terrific for them, uh, especially you know, especially at Utah State. He was unbelievable. Okay, I broke this down the other day in, in Ken Palm. There are only four teams that are top 50 in both offensive and defensive rebound percentage. You're one of those teams right now. Yeah, and we, we face a huge challenge. I mean, we're playing against the number nine ranked uh, defensive rebounding percentage team in the country with the number one overall defensive rebounding percentage player um, and it's going to be a real challenge for us you know the, you know, through all of our growing pains the offensive glass has, has been a space that has saved us and kept us alive and we need to find a way to, to have some, some, some function there against one of the top 10 rebounding teams in the country. They're an excellent free throw team. How much of the game plan actually looks at that? Yeah and it's been, it's been an Achilles heel for us that we've been focused on every single day is, is trying to guard legal um, and, and we still want to be really aggressive we still want to cause some disruption but we got to throw away the practice fouls the fouls that you kind of throw out there when you're a little tired and frustrated we got to get rid of those you know for us and markers can we stay out of the bonus in the first 10 minutes of the game and we haven't had a ton of success there, but we've had some and that's going to be really really important for this game you're starting the same way that you've been uh, but i see spencer johnson out there warm-ups tonight yeah spence has actually been uh, went through some practice reps uh, I, I don't know what today is, but the day before the last game, and then he went through some practice reps uh, yesterday. Um, he still hasn't, you know, made it through a full practice, but he's he's on the comeback, and we're super excited to get him back uh, to active duty as soon as possible. Could you throw him out there tonight, or is tonight not the night? We could um, we could? You know, there's two factors in there. Every day he gets to heal gives him more longevity throughout the course of the season. And also, you know, he hasn't even gone through a full practice, so I don't I don't know what kind of rust component or mobility component or or just um, how, how sharp it'll be. So we're, we're, you know, whenever we do throw him out there, it's going to be a little bit of a, a gamble. But um, you know, he's getting close. Coach, thank you for the preview. Good luck against the Wildcats. Talk to you post game. Thanks, G. All right, that's Mark Pope leading us into tonight's keys to the game. Brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built. Ford proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys for BYU and Weber State? Well, there's just one big key tonight, and that's defending the three-point line. That's It's all or nothing for Weber State. If they can shoot the ball well from three, they'll be in this game. If not, I think BYU runs away with it. Now, what I mean by that is you've got to be out on the shooter on the catch. If you see BYU running at shooters, jumping, flying at people, that means they're behind. That means they're not doing a good job. It's a desperation move. 
and I, so that's not a good sign. But if you see guys on the catch, they're on the shooter. That, that's what BYU needs to do to take care of business to, to, to defend this good shooting team. Look and listen for that tonight. As we go to break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next, live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We are courtside ahead of BYU and Weber State. Cougars have won 18 of the last 19 meetings in this series. BYU's 15-game series win streak was snapped four years ago in Ogden. The Cougs have since won three straight. BYU head coach Mark Pope is 6-1 all-time against the Wildcats, including a 3-1 mark as the head coach of UVU and then 3-0 here at BYU. This is the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show, brought to you by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you for play-by-play commentary. Our studio host is Jason Shepard, coordinating producer Terry South, control board operators Adam Woodall and Corbin Radford. Our BYU radio engineer Barry Squires, broadcast intern Shiloh Johnson. You are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, our satellite radio flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, and our over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also on the BYU Radio app and at BYUradio.org. Well, Mark, uh, still a ways to go for this uh, BYU team to reach its potential, but the realization of that potential is coming into sharper focus, I think, as non-conference play concludes. We're starting to see just how good this team maybe could be when a few weeks ago the collection of talent was looking less cohesive. A lot has happened in two weeks. Yeah, I, I think this team was a lot like a bunch of body parts that you just toss out on the floor. You got right arm and left leg and some feet and maybe a neck and head. And it, So you had all the components, but you don't really have anything until you put it all together and you have a body and, and you all function together in unison and funny when you when you get that and, and everybody starts coming together the heart comes in too and and i think you're seeing a lot more heart from this team and, and some continuity and some confidence and guys making good decisions you get the brain in there too because they start making better decisions the turnovers come down and i just think this team is finally putting it together the unfortunate thing for BYU tonight is Weber State's kind of mirrored BYU. Yeah. They're starting to put it together, too. And that's what happens with teams now. I mean, they've they got to figure it out a little bit. Both teams are figuring it out. This will be a good battle tonight. Coming up after the break, we'll get the perspective from the other side of the floor as we hear from the new Weber State head coach, Eric Duft, as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. 
This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show as we continue our preview of BYU and Weber State, BYU's final in-state tilt of the 2022-23 season. Cougars have a win over Utah and a loss to UVU. There was also a non-Division One win over Westminster, no game against Utah State this season. Speaking of the Aggies, they were seeking their first ever 10-0 start to a season on Monday night at the Spectrum. And after leading by as many as 18 in the first half and 14 at the break, the Aggies were overwhelmed by a Weber State team that scored 46 after the break and won 75-72. It was the third straight win for the Wildcats and their first-year head coach, Eric Duft, with whom I spoke a short time ago here at the Marriott Center. Yeah, a huge win for our university, our players, our program. Uh, we, we did. We got off to a slow start. We got eight new players. Uh, we're really young for the, this COVID era of basketball. We're a very young team. It's tough to be young right now, but we're finding our way. Uh, we, we, I think we figured out some roles and established some things for some players, and we're getting better. We're improving, and that's really all you can ask. How proud are you of a team that goes down 18 in the spectrum and finds a way to get back in it yeah. and then win it? It shows competitive character that we talk about all the time. We want guys that are that are competitive, uh, you know, from the opening tip to the last to the last uh, buzzer, and and we showed that the other night, and and we're getting there. We've played some really really good teams. We've been on the road a lot. This will be our tenth road game in 13 before conference, and so we're you know we're battle tested, and uh, we're hoping that uh, helps us going forward. Yeah, for a team with such a great home court advantage to have only played three home games to this point, on one side that's rough, and the other side it's kind of made you steeled and tough for battle here. Yes, it has. You know, I think uh, Utah. We talked to their staff the other day, and they they kind of got shell shock playing here at the Marriott Center. It's kind of their first true road game with a big with a you know with a good environment. We've we've played multiple uh, places like that now, so I'm hoping our guys can uh, respond to that and, and and play well tonight. San Diego State transfer Keith Dinwiddie didn't play for you the other night, and doesn't look like he can go tonight either. Yeah, he won't be he won't be available tonight. Okay, so KJ Cunningham uh, gets a start a point for you. Uh, your starting group right now, what do they do the best, and what do you look for when you go to the bench for the first time? Well, you know, I think the, our starters are, are getting their roles established, and they're, and they're figuring out the defensive end of the court, the rebounding aspect of the game. Those are the things that are going to be able to carry us, especially on the road. Um, and so we're, we're embracing that. And then, you know, when we go to the bench, uh, Junior Ballard was starting for us, the president of state transfer. He's played in big-time game after big-time game in his career, and he's been a valuable player, and and uh, he's kind of found his way off the bench for us, and he gives us a, a scoring presence, and he plays hard. He can really defend, um, and then Zaheer Porter's been giving us good minutes. We got, we're got young at the five, but those guys, we got three guys, and so they can keep we can keep rotating them in there. What you said about Junior Ballard kind of describes Rudy Williams in a way for BYU 2 had been starting. Experienced guy comes off the bench and brings some good punch. I think their team and our team has a lot. They have We have a lot of similar characteristics. You know, they have a lot of new players, transfers that are trying to find their way. Uh, they're younger than they have been, and uh, yeah, they were like us, up and down for a while, and now starting to find the rhythm. I think both teams are kind of have kind of progressed uh, equally in right. that aspect. Finally, if there's a top of the scouting report objective for your team tonight, what might it be? We have to rebound. We have to limit easy baskets. I mean, if you can't come in here with this crowd and give them second chances, our first shot defense got to be good. We got to get that. We, we got to get to rebound, and uh, and then we can't let them get out in transition and get this crowd going. We got to keep it uh, playing on our terms if we're going to have a chance. Well, I had years and years of doing these interviews with Coach Ray, and he was so great to do it, and you equally. I appreciate your time. Thank you for taking the time, and good luck tonight and the rest of the way. Thanks, Greg. I appreciate it. Have a good Christmas. All right, that's Weber State head coach Eric Duft. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and Weber State tipping it just after the top of the hour. It's BYU's non-conference finale. So BYU with a shot at taking five straight wins and a uh, 10-5 and mark into its WCC opener at Pacific one week from tonight. And Mark, it's the Cougars' final ride in the West Coast Conference. They'd love to go out strong starting next Thursday at a place that has been kind of hit and miss for the Cougs over the years in Stockton. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, it's never easy going to Stockton no matter what. And uh, then Portland's playing, uh, you know, pretty good basketball. The, the conference, San Francisco just drilled Arizona State the other night. And St. Mary's is good. And Gonzaga's good, of course. So you want to just be playing your best basketball. You don't want to take a step back here tonight. You want to keep that momentum, keep that confidence going so you can be at your top going into conference play. All right, a few final words before tip-off are coming your way next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. All right, to BYU Weber State to coming up here at the Marriott Center. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you courtside. We heard from Coach Mark Pope a few moments ago, and uh, we saw Spencer Johnson in pregame warm-ups, and, uh, and uh, we asked Coach Pope about uh, whether he could play tonight possibly, and the Coach says, yeah, you could see him tonight. Yeah, I mean, if he's clear, let's play him, even if it's just a couple of minutes, so he's ready to be full speed for conference play. All right, let's pause for our national anthem. Coming up next, this has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.